If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Ladies and gentlemen, you tuned in. New episode, Music is a Love Language. I'm your host, Clint Coley, a.k.a. Coach Clint, a.k.a. the People's Champion, a.k.a. the hardest working man in show biz, a.k.a. Mr. Herm's son. All right, y'all, look, man, got uh, Steph on the podcast. I don't think he really needs an introduction at this point. You know who it is. You know him from the last podcast. You know him from this podcast. Steph's in the building. Thank you. It's good to I, be back. Before we before we begin, real quick, just want everybody to know, wristbands only. Every Wednesday, mm-hmm. The Borough, 8th and Flower, downtown LA, I'm DJing. Here's how this works. You walk in, you will be asked, what's your relationship status? You're going to say, hey, I'm single. Well, we're going to give you a blue wristband. You say it's complicated, we'll give you a yellow wristband. You say you're in a relationship, you get a red wristband. And if you say... Whatever happens, happens tonight. You will be given a green wristband. Use your imagination. That's how this works. All right? Wristbands only. Come on through. And look, I didn't already did the work for y'all. I didn't shown you, like, look, this is, is you, all you got to do is walk up to the person now. That's all you, you got to do. That's all you got to do. If you can't do that, then you need to stay the fuck home. <laughs> because you ain't got no game. Bottom line. All right. Steph, let's talk. Let's talk. I bring you on here when I have very serious conversations that need to be had. Okay. And debates that need to be had. Right? And I think we've seen some of these conversations and some of these debates play out. You know what I mean? People have been arguing with me about who's in the R&B Hall of Fame and who's this and who's that. Today, Steph, we are going... So, let me tell you where this stems from. A couple of months ago at the beginning of this podcast, I talked about I can tell the story of R&B without Jagged Edge. First of all, I just want to know, do you agree or disagree with that? It's tough because Jagged Edge, the twins are from my hometown, so I have some bias, but you can probably tell the story of R&B without Jagged Edge. Okay. And you said it it so upsettingly, like, damn, like, I, I have to admit that. Yeah, man, I, I don't, you know, I don't I don't really want to have to be the person to have the conversation about who deserves <laughs> to be in the story. To, to, yeah, well, you know, um, but, but that's, that's what but apparently that's what I'm here for. And you're going to we're going to have the conversation. All right. <laughs> Today, we're going to tell the story of 2000s R&B between the years of 2000 and 2010. We need to tell the story of 2000s R&B. Seven people can make the list. We got to cut it down to seven. Men and women. All right? Who is in the story? Could be producers, can be singers, songwriters, whoever you think of, but we're going to have this conversation. And there's only seven. There's only seven. We already know we're one. We already know one. We already know that one is on the list. Okay. That's Usher. I, I, we, yes. we, nobody has to debate that. We don't have to deny that. What he's done in the 2000s, three albums, one classic, one really great album, 8701, which came out August 7, 2000. was a great album. was a great album. And then also Here I Stand was pretty good. You know, like, he, yeah. b- but he has the R&B album of the decade. For sure. Not even close. Ah. Uh... 
Okay, I know you're going to probably <laughs> say the dream. But I, I got a couple others. Who? You could argue that Mariah Carey. That was a great album, but it didn't. It didn't. Not have for the, me. It didn't have the same impact. Not it, for me. For a lot of us, it did. Uh, I agree. The Emancipation of Mimi was a very serious album. She's on the list, though. We, we got to see who's on the list. All right. I'm not saying she's not. Okay. I'm not saying she is either. All right. All right. But to me, Usher's on the list. Are we throwing Beyonce on the list? <laughs> you have to. I, I want no smoke with the hive. Um, I don't even think even without the smoke though, I think she's on the list. She's on the list. I think for let's 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 really back up in 2000s. First of all, let's, let's name a couple things. Yeah. Number 1. She has an she has multiple iconic moments in that decade. For sure. This uh, oh uh, that's a that's it whether you want to admit it that BET award performance was an iconic moment. Yeah, that's true. It, you can't you can't deny that. Yeah, towards the latter part of the decade, she really, really, B really. B Day is, is a classic album. It is. Yeah, towards the latter part of the decade, the earlier part of the decade is tough to argue. Well, let's let's it, even let's even but let's even go back. Even let's start with the earlier part of the decade, because the earlier part of the decade, Survivor, Destiny's Child Survivor came out in two thousand. That was a huge. That honestly, that catapulted her into what was going to be. I, I agree with you. I didn't know if we were going to have the Andre 3000 conversation about Beyonce. What do you mean? People say that Andre 3000 can never be considered one of the greatest MCs of all time because he's in a group. Now, obviously, Beyonce has gone solo since then. Yeah. Um, but, but she went solo we, in, but, in the 2000s. But are we counting anything that she put out in Destiny's Child think, as a part of her? I think that has to be mentioned. I'm not saying... I, I agree. Yes. I, I think just it, wanted to... Yes, you know. I think it should be mentioned. And I think the reason why it should be mentioned... Is because we can't deny those those impact that those records had for sure. You know what I'm saying? Like even that's almost like we'll talk about new edition. We have to. We can't talk about Bobby Brown or something like without bringing up his new edition. You know? I agree. I, I just I I personally hate when people try to discount uh, yeah a, an artist because of what they did in a group when it's like. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I don't want to hear that. So for sure. Yeah. So I just like I count what Michael Jackson did with the Jackson Five. You have to. You have to. Yeah. It's a part of his career. It is. So. I'm going to so Beyonce to me is she's she's damn near a shoe in, but we'll you know she's a shoe in. Yeah. So we got two. We got two. Now here's where this where it gets interesting. All right. Let's make some five. Now give me two names that you think should be on this list. Yeah, off the rip, like I said, I think Mariah Carey. Mm -hmm. Um I could understand why someone may argue that she wasn't, but I think what Emancipation of Mimi came out 05. in 05. And what man. has she done? Here's my here's the only issue I have with that. The album was phenomenal. Like that's a that is that's Mariah Carey's to me best album, in my opinion. I think Mariah the Emancipation of Mimi really, uh, I mean, it solidified her as a legend. It 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 yeah. I mean, it did. Yeah, I agree. I mean, even though you know in the '90s she had a hit every year in the '90s. But that album was like, and then we thought she was not dead per se, but we were like, you know, Rainbow, it came out. It was kind of like was, that glitter shit. Yeah, we were fire. like, we were, we, we thought she was going, and then she said, no, 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 no. Let me call Jermaine Dupree and John Tay Austin and get some hits. She got some hits. You know what I'm saying? The only thing I have was she didn't do anything prior to that or after. Or after. So right. that's where I pumped the brakes on her. In this decade, not taken away from her as an R&B artist. I'm just saying in this decade. 
Yeah, for sure. I think I think when it comes down to it, we'll have to look at some of the other names. Mm-hmm. I do think she's got to be a part of the conversation because she did have such yeah, an no, iconic album that I don't disagree. You could argue again. Usher, I have no argument about that. Yeah. But you could make an argument that the Emancipation of Mimi was one of the most defining R and B albums. Uh, we of don't that say decade. we're not saying it isn't. I'm saying For sure. I, I just don't think that she's done an, enough. I, that and I'll, no, I don't think I don't even think it's that. I just think that yeah, after well, one album for. For the decade, and that, but here's the thing: it was a good enough album for the. She put out other albums in that decade. I'm just for saying sure. they didn't really do nothing. But I don't mind. We'll put her on the side. All right. So then, who who else? You got? The other part is somebody that you just mentioned, and that's the Dream. Yes. Right now, love hate or yes. love you in the summer, hate you in the winter, as so it's he, actually titled. The, the Dream didn't really pick up steam until later, until like '07. Right. But you also have to consider, yeah. How many songs he wrote? Yes, yes. So <laughs> it's 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 hard. I don't I don't disagree. So let's be real. So dreams. Which album was the, is the is love hate right? Is that or is it or is it or is it the second one? I mean, they're both phenomenal to me. Yeah, love which hate, one was the? I personally love love hate more. Yeah. Uh, the second one is. Love King? I don't remember. No, I don't. It's not Love King. I forgot what it's called. But yeah, but that's. But he changed R and B. He changed R and B. He did. He did. He changed R and B. I'm cool with putting the dream to the side for a second. Okay. Only my only gripe with him is the latter part of the decade. For sure. He he it was was his own. He was only really between 07 and 09. That's a three year period. Not to say that there's anything wrong with that. That has to be accounted for. But my thing is. Let me see who else we got. All right. Well, then I got somebody else for you that I think falls along the same lines, and yeah. that's going to be Neo. I was getting ready. That's, that's who I was going to bring up next. Yeah, because Neo, Neo had songs everywhere, songs that he yes. wrote for other artists. Yes. I mean, he was an executive at that point. Yes. And, I yes. mean, he just put out... I don't love any full bodies of work of Neo's, but I think you do. Who needs an alarm in the morning? When McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles. And a breakfast cutoff. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You have His to, first one was good. Was really, really good. good. It's first, really, really good. It's really good. It's not a classic. No. Neo's first album, like people want to tell me, oh, that's he has classic albums. Neo's also one of those artists that, like, as much as I respect him, I think I heard his music too much at that time that... For me to this day to listen to Neo, I gotta listen to like the album cuts. Like I want to hear like yeah. "Sign Me Up." Right? Sign me. That was that's a good song. That's my shit. That was a great song. Right? But, Sign me up. Yeah. But I don't want to hear the, like the hits. No, I don't want to. I don't want to hear "Stay With Me" or "So Sick" because no. we played that over and over and over. But I think you gotta. I think you have to put Neo in this he's conversation. In, he's in the conversation. I'm good with that. I got another name for you. That's okay. gonna blow your mind. Cheers. Justin Timberlake doesn't blow my mind at all. You good with that? I'm okay with that. <laughs> doesn't blow my. You said okay I, I was thinking the same thing. I wasn't actually, no. but but, but I'm let's not. let's let's throw. Here's my thing with Justin: two phenomenal albums in this decade. You could argue two classics. I don't. So here's the thing: which one's not a classic? I don't know if. Justified is a classic. I don't know. I, I, we got to go visit the album. I'm not saying it's not. I'm not saying it is either. I'm, I got to visit the album. 
But if I did have to pick one, it would be future, future sex. sex love sounds. I agree. That future sex love sounds. It changed music. It was. I wasn't expecting it to be. I was. Here's what I wasn't expecting. So like, when Justin Timberlake left NSYNC, right? I was like, okay, like we're probably gonna get a solo project. I didn't think it was going to be R&B. I thought it was going to be really pop-ish, you know, him, you know, just being the, the another version of, of like, he, I thought he was going to be like a Justin B. Aaron Carter type guy, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, that's, that's fair. That's, just, fair that, that's what I thought. And let's be real, in the climate of that, that's the, that's the winding down of the boy band era. So we yes. had no context as to what was going to come next. No. When these pop stars yes. specifically were in groups. Yeah. And white pop stars at that yeah. go solo. Right. So you have that. And then he decides, oh, I'm going to start working with Pharrell. And, and oh, I'm going to work with the Neptunes. And I'm going to work with, with Timberland. Then the second album, he really heavily leaned into Timberland. Yes, and it and it paid dividends for sure. You know, Timberland, and you know, let's be real, Timberland. You know, he didn't have a male R and B star that he made. Here's the thing, like that, like he had genuine, but Justin Timberlake was. I so here's the thing, and I, I, obviously it's all personal um, Opinion. opinions. I like Future Sex Love Sounds better. Me too. I would argue, though, that the songs on Justified mm. are more timeless than the songs on Future Sex Love Sounds. I don't know a lot of people that can name me the B cuts on Justified, but I know a lot of people who could give me the B cuts on Future Sex Love Sounds. Okay, I you know, like, I, I, know song, I know a lot of people that can name the B cuts on. You know, see what I'm saying? Sure. Like, like when it can't be summer love, yeah. like it didn't break down. Like, nigga, that was a. I, <laughs> he, hey he killed that out. You ain't gonna tell me about that album. I'm good I was, with Justin Timberlake being somewhere in that in this conversation. Okay, and we're we're let's be let's just get this out the way. We're yes. classifying him as R and B. Yes. Okay. Yes. I mean, I think he should. And be. also, speaking of getting things out the way, before y'all be in my comments telling me 2000s R and B. What about you know who? No. No. He's we're not, not doing it. Any, we're, he, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> get out. There's always, but no, it's just like. We understand his place in music. I get it, but no, we don't have to. Do, I, I cho we're choosing not to put him on the list. But if we, if if he acted right, he would absolutely be on this list for sure. Bottom line. So you know who we're talking about. You get it. You know my stance on this podcast. Yes, he's on the list, but no, he is not on the list. And if you don't know my stance, <laughs> fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> so let's just. I just want to, you know, because people go. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I know, we, I know. We get it, you know? All right. Yes. I'm glad you brought that up. Yes. Um, okay, so... Okay, let's throw some other people out there. Chris Brown. Since we're talking controversy. <sighs> so, Chris so, Brown. So, his first single, Yo, came out in what? Oh, 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 four? No, oh, four. and that wasn't his first single. First single was Run, Run It. Run It, you're right. And that was oh, 04. Right. Right? So, Chris Brown, when he first comes out, was about 16 Mm -hmm. Um, after that, he had the second. So one thing, one knock I have on Chris Brown is let's start here. There's no classic albums in his resume. Okay, I, right. I'm, you're not wrong. He has no classic albums. You're not wrong, I, and that's just and I and I'm a I love Chris Brown. I think he's talented. I think he's he 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 has the tools. But to me, he has zero classic albums. Does that take away from the fact that he? Let's be real. Kind of owned. He he had a he had a, a vice grip on 
the second half of that decade. I wouldn't even say it was a vice grip, and here's why. I think, so he had the first joint in 04. The next album comes out in 07. After the second album, though, he had to go away for a second because of what he did, of, of the controversy. Well, that was a while. That was a while after. No, it wasn't. 07? 07 was the album, but the right. controversy came after the album. That came years after that. No, it did not. Yes, it did. Hold on, let's 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 go. I was already living out here by that time. That was like 2013 that that happened. Let's go. Let's go to Google. Let's go to Google. Let's go to Chris Brown. I'm never the one to defend Chris Brown. No, no, no. And I, first of all, here's the thing: I'm not not defending. I, I know, I know. I don't have an issue with Chris Brown. Main thing for me, I don't have an issue with him is because. He owned up to his mistakes. Did what he said. You know, I, there's space for somebody who wants to do better. For sure. And and I I, I consistently say that. I would say. So here we go. Uh, 05, the okay. O two O four was his first album. O seven, yeah. And he didn't have an he didn't have another album after that until 2010. So basically, he only had two albums in his decade. So you're not counting 2010 as a part of this. No, it's 2000. So no 2010 releases. Are no, counting. It's no. only so it's basically 2000 and 2009. 2000, yes. Okay. Yes. Now, wait a minute. I'm now, what record? Graffiti came out in 2008, 2009. That had what that had Look at Me Now on it, didn't it? No, oh, no, that was 20. No, that, that was had a 2010 Transform record. You. Yeah, exactly. All right. Yeah. And then Exclusive only had Take You Down, which was a major record. Major record. Major record. Um, had Kiss Kiss, which was... Is a, yeah. And then I had Wall to Wall. Had with you, with you, with you. Exactly. All right. I'll, so I'll, I, I'm, I'm not... I'll bite on this I'm one. Not, no, 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 no. I'm not... Dis, here's the thing. I'm not mad at the Chris Brown thing. It's a conversation. I don't... I, I put him... Put throw him aside yeah. for now. Let's get some women on this list. Let's get some women on this list. Let's throw Rihanna in this conversation. I was just about to say Rihanna. Let's throw Rihanna in this conversation. Now... Rihanna's first album with Ponda Replay was 05. Was 05. That did not make a dent. It did not. At all. Let's no. be real. Rihanna didn't really become Rihanna until, until Umbrella. Until going bad. Yeah. She, so, when she changed her, after the Chris Brown, she changed the image. But again, that's later. No, well. Look it up. Let's, we're, we're that looking was, right now. That was 2013, 2012, 2013. We're looking right now. Let's look at her, uh, we're going to look at her discography. Okay. All right, here we go. Discography. Music of the Sun was 05. Yeah, that was Girl it. Like Me was 06. A Good Girl Gone Bad was 07. Rated R was 09. I know for a fact she had she had hits on all of those. She had hits on every last one of these. Now, some of these records so let's, are you going to call let's, let's R&B, go, let's, though? Let's, let's go here. Here's her singles. Her Pondy Replay was three times platinum. Really? If it's loving that you want, went gold. SOS, three times platinum. Unfaithful, three times platinum. We Ride, gold. Break It Off, gold. Umbrella, six times platinum. Wait a minute, I'm sorry. Umbrella, eight times platinum. Shut Up and Drive, two times platinum. Hate That I Love You, two times platinum. Don't Stop the Music, six times platinum. Take a Bow, six times platinum. Disturbia, Six, seven times platinum. Rehab. Nigga, God, this is just in the 2000s. Hard with Jeezy, two times platinum. Russian roulette. These are singles. Yeah, I know. I know. Nigga. All right, she's in. 
I mean, look, <laughs> all right, she's look, in. Look, Rihanna's one of my favorite artists of all time, so she's I, in. I have no problem. Riri is in, bro. Yeah, I have no problem with Riri, that. Riri, Riri um, is in. The only thing I was going to question was, again, I hate that this is always a conversation, but are we considering her R&B? Cause she's that's built, a, but that's a fair question. It's that's a, a fair f- question. That's, a that's, fair why, question. I, that's why I'm asking it, because she is... Here's why I say she is. She's on the R&B charts. Agreed. D- d- to and me, those a lot of those are R&B records. Right. She's on the R&B charts. Now, you can say she's not traditional. She's not Jill Scott. She's not which were If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's. Going to get into that in a second. But, you know, let's not let's not nitpick here. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's not. And I'm not telling. I'm not saying you nitpick. I'm talking about if you listen to this podcast and you like, well, Rihanna, blah, blah. Yeah, because you could argue that some of her records were just straight pop. Right. You could argue that they were too Caribbean influenced. Um, you could argue that some of them were too alternative rock yeah, influence, I mean, but they're like, R&B derivative at the end of the day. They're R&B, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, All right, so we got Usher. So far, for sure, we got Usher, Beyonce, Rihanna. That's who That's who we know. That's who we, we you and, and me. we said Justin Timberlake, right? We didn't, I want to come back to him. Right. I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm just saying those. We only got four more spots. So we getting, unanim- that's why I'm saying. Yeah. We unanim- unanimously agree on them. Now, I got somebody that. We got yeah, because we got to go produce. We got to name some producers and stuff like that, and um, we're gonna get to that in just a second. Only reason why I said just a second, just because you know, in the middle of the podcast, we just got to remind y'all, wristbands only every week in LA. I want to ask y'all this, Steph. You know the number one question I've been getting with wristbands only is what's that, Clint? When are you going to tour this? Hmm. No, no, no. Ain't no hmm. You were with me on tour. I was. Y'all made me look stupid on tour in certain cities. Some cities came through, but there were a lot of cities we left and we weren't happy about it. So if we do this wristbands only in your city, tell me what, because we're going to make it work. Mm -hmm. You tell me what city you're in and we can make this happen. So if y'all know what wristbands only is, again, it's, you know, you come to, you you know, I'm, I'm DJing, playing the vibe. All you doing is you coming through. We're going to ask you your relationship status. Red means you're in a relationship. Yellow means it's complicated. Blue means you're single. Green means you down the fuck. My question to you is, what city should we come to? And past that, man, if you really want us to come to your city, show the fuck up. And I don't mean just show the fuck up by yourself. But look, you and all your homegirls or you and all your guys complaining about, eh, it's nothing out here. Then pull the fuck up. Yeah, right. right? Oh, you already got somebody? Double <laughs> double date. Double date. Right? Like, yeah. the, there's no reason you shouldn't be coming with at least two other people. My, that's the that's the thing. And it's not like this night not affordable. Now, of course, if we come to your city, you're going to pay. But we're not going to charge you $50, my nigga. No. The most we're going to charge is $20. That's the most. And that depends on, you know, we got sponsors. Like, it just really depends. Like, come on. Like, come through. It's all on y'all. Come through. It's all on y'all. Come through. Y'all want to have fun, then show up. Pull the fuck up. Yeah. As you would say. That's what it, That's the new line. <laughs> Pull the fuck up. <laughs> it's a little aggressive. Man. Yeah. No, but it, it worked, though. Yeah, yeah. All right. Let's keep talking. All right. So, Steph, you said you got, you got some people. Who do you have? Yeah, I kind of just want to be annoying real quick, and I want to um, bring up Trey Songs. Actually, you know, Trey Songs is not a bad pick. 
Trey Songs. First of all, let's 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 start his career. He starts in 05. Mind you, he he took Is that one just gotta make it came out? Just gotta make it was like 04, 05. I was still living at home when that came out. Me so too. Yeah. 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 Just gotta make it. Like, and that was a good album. It was a good album. It was the album called Ready? I think so. Well, whatever. Like, you know, like that was let's 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 go to Trey Songs. Cause Or was it self-titled, maybe? Because didn't he have a mixtape that went really well too? Yeah, he did. Then that that's to me is might put him over. Like, you know what? Let's talk about this. You can't tell the story of 2000s R&B without Trey Songs. I believe that him, his impact from 05 to the end of the decade was huge. We couldn't talking, go anywhere without hearing you Trey You couldn't songs. go anywhere without hearing, you didn't think I didn't like he Neighbors know my name. He had it. We were, let's be real. At that point too, we were comparing him to a guy we knew years prior who will not be named. As a matter of fact, we'll name him. He, we were comparing him to R. Kelly. Robert Sylvester Kelly. <laughs> but we were, but I'm just saying, we were, we were comparing him to this. Yeah, we were. So let's. I, I, the reason I said Trey I'm going to be annoying is that's because. That's not annoying. That's a great pick. I got. I have nothing against Trey Songs. He's extremely talented. I just got tired of hearing his music. Well, he everywhere. he faded out in the 2010s, which he did. we can tell the story of 2010s. But already. it took him a few years. Yeah, it took him maybe he three, didn't four, phase out in really three, like till 2014, 2015. Four, yeah, he faded, but he faded out. Yeah, but he. Yeah, I know could, that was a wrench. Is that mixtape a classic? I I'd have to revisit it. I yeah, can't call I it believe that. it. It might be. It might be. I'm not saying it is, but. Trey Songs is definitely that was the wrench I had to throw in. I'm all good this. with Trey. I'm good with putting him to the side. I okay. like that pick. Great pick, Steph. All right. Who else you got? T Pain. I know. I know. T Pain changed music forever, actually. Forever. And the he story only of two thousands R and B. And he really only needs. Are about we telling the story with T Pain? I'm not mad at that. T Pain. When did when did I'm in T, love with a stripper come out? T Pain. I'm fuck this. The, the, I'm. A, let's be real. First of all, T Pain deserves to be in the R and B Hall of Fame just because he rhymed Mansion with Wisconsin. <laughs> let's start there. But neither here nor there. T Pain reminds me of an era. Oh, for sure. T Pain is literally my early twenties. T Pain. Literally reminds me of getting legit wasted. Yeah. Like I was drinking Everclear when I was listening to T Pain. Do you remember just the era though of bartender and buy you a drink though? Nigga, like just that. oh my god, I'm buying you a drink. Or even the, even good life, right? Like, like good life. Yeah, like he was on everything. What was your what's your favorite T Pain record? I can't choose. We definitely gonna give. He T also Pain. had. He also had a whole album with Lil Wayne, who was the hottest artist. T hottest, Wayne. T Wayne. Yeah, yeah. That was underwhelming, but it was underwhelming. But <laughs> yeah. But let's be real. We don't have 808s and heartbreaks without yeah. T Pain. We don't have. T we don't have so far gone without T Pain. T Pain. We don't have any really of the music that we have today without T Pain. I gotta put T Pain to the side, bro. I like that pick. Those are my two. Those I are my two wrenches. Those are, it's my two wrenches. Had to throw a wrench in, in the in the you know. I love T Pain, dog, bro. That can't believe it record was crazy. Yeah, it was. 
that record was like I remember when that shit came out, and I was like, "Yo, I heard it." I never forget. I was I was still in Philly. I heard it on the radio, and I was like, "Yo, it was 08. I was like, "Yo, this record about to be crazy, yo." Mm-hmm. Like I was like, "Yo, this record about to be like because." I remember, and it was a summertime joint. Oh my God. <laughs> and it was a summertime joint. Yeah, yeah. Woo! T Pain, bro. T Pain owned 08 and 07. Easily. Wow. So I said, he only really needed a couple years, but I don't think you I can tell the story it. about of, of 2000. He was, he was the later part of the decades, Nate Dogg. Remember, He's way more singles than Nate Dogg. And had, yeah. But, but 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 you see what I'm saying? Like for sure. in, in terms of who, if you wanted to hit, you go you get a T Pain feature. Yeah, I mean, there's that story that came out what earlier this year, or last year about Usher approaching him yeah. on on airplane and telling him that he ruined music. No, bro, he you did didn't not ruin music. music. He did. You, you deserve know, all the flowers. Yeah, I, I I you know what? And I know that put him in a bad space mentally. But no, you deserve all the flowers. You are one of the best artists we've had. Of our generation, I totally agree with that. I I I cannot tell the story of of R and B of my life or R and B without T Pain. Like T Pain really sits in a class by himself. He's he was he was dynamic. He was and then we saying was no, still is is, is. Still and is. You, and he can sing for real for real. Yes. So I like T Pain. Tallahassee Pain. Yeah, I like T Pain. Okay. Um, what you I'm, got? <laughs> I'm going. I'm going to throw. I'm going to throw Jermaine Dupri in there as a producer, okay. songwriter, mainly for this reason and this reason only. You, Jermaine Dupri, is responsible for two of the biggest R&B albums of the decade. The two R&B albums we were discussing at the beginning of this podcast, "Emancipation of Mimi" and "Confessions." You do not have those albums without Jermaine Dupri. Mm-hmm. Bottom line: no ifs, no ands, no buts. Y'all know what this is. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, I think during the break, I I also mentioned that yeah. if we're going to put a producer in there, I think we have to put the Neptunes slash Pharrell I, I, in there. I just disagree with the fact that I, my thing is Pharrell was the beat maker, right? And they both were. Jermaine Dupree was the, but he did everything, bro. I get it. Like Jermaine Dupree was a, it's a different type of involvement. And not only that, but you have a like, he, he's a part, like, I don't know. I just, if I got to put, cause like, I'm, I'm, cause now. You have to remember Pharrell, the Neptunes owned like 70% of radio. I don't disagree. During their. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Early 2000s. But they also, but hip-hop was a big part of that, though. Oh, for sure. So it's like... As was R&B. I mean, like, so R- and pop. I'll say but, this. If you gotta, if, if I gotta take a, if I'm, look. It's I understand me, your position It's on gotta that. be one of the, like, I can't. For you, it was Jermaine Dupri. Yes. I understand that. Yes. For me, it's Pharrell. Okay. I think we can. At the end of the day, I'm not going to dispute that. I'm not going to dispute it's, Pharrell, but I'm I'm going to have a hard time putting him on the, in the seven that's over. Fine. And I'm not putting him over Jermaine Dupri. I can't. Okay. Um, just but, some honorable mentions. Um, Mary G. Blige had two two dope joints in in two thousands. Yeah, yeah. She had no more drama. In that the was 2000s. a big one. It's a big record, it was a big man. Record. It was a big record. Um, big album. Shit, the breakthrough would go. Nigga, that was an album. Like it was a good album. Um, and I'm gonna throw some some other women names out there. 
Keisha Cole. I knew you were going to say that, and I'm, I'm not mad at it. Keisha Cole, man. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I, I don't think she'll make the list. She won't make the final list, but I think she deserves the She deserves her flowers in the 2000s R&B. Absolutely. I definitely uh, enjoy some Keisha Cole, man, for oh, sure. Yeah. She 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 offered a a side of, of music that we didn't really, that we weren't really getting at the time. And I mm-hmm. feel like a lot of women... Mm-hmm. She reflected what a lot of women were going through. I think yeah. she she arguably carried the. Now I'm not Mary obviously was still there, but I think she helped carry the torch. Mary was, but let's be real. In the 2000s, Mary was. You mind you, she's already four out. Four. Exactly. She's already. You know. That's why I say I think Keisha. She's Cole already four. Picks up where she leaves off, or she was trying to leave trying off. to leave off. Right Correct. where Mary was trying to get her life together. As far as like, and when we say life together, I mean like you can tell that Mary J. Blige was becoming a different woman. Yes, you know she's also not in in the two thousands. We're not getting twenty something year old Mary. We got thirty year old Mary. Yeah, Mary's a different person. Um, okay, um, I, I want to shout out the entire neo soul movement. Okay, um, I think I might just throw that in there as here's why. Because all of the artists that I want to name, like on an individual level, it's they don't, hard to yeah. say like which one was the leader. Like for real, for real, the leader of the pack was Erica Badu. Yes, right. But we could argue say her biggest album was the first one that was ninety seven. Mm-hmm. Not to say that the second one and the third one weren't because Mama's Gun was amazing. Yes, but we're talking about impact, and it's like. Erica Badu was consistent throughout the 2000s, but it wasn't like... I'd make the argument that her impact is felt more today than it was at the time. Right. And the same with, I'd say, D'Angelo as well. Right. So, and D'Angelo, don't forget, he missed the damn near whole decade. Correct. He put out Voodoo, that was it. Right. Um, Jill Scott throughout the decade was consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, Music Soul Child throughout the decade was consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I would like to... Maxwell was... Yeah. I liked Maxwell. I mean, you know, um, so so I'm going to just say the neo soul movement, the subgenre of that R&B has to be talked about in the 2000s. I don't know if it'll make the list. And then we also got guys like Anthony Hamilton. Yeah, yeah. So I I don't know. Okay, I got somebody else that we we overlooked. John Legend. Okay. John Legend, number one, he has a classic album in the decade. I'd almost say he has two. Nigga, I said, so it was, yo, so on another podcast, we were talking about this era, on that, of that era, with me and my boy Austin, we were talking about that era from 2000, the day Kanye dropped college dropout to the day he dropped late registration. Mm-hmm. In between that, though, dropout, John Legend, Commons B. Yeah. Like, so, but we were saying Get Lifted was, and I said, nigga, the second one was fire. The second crazy. one is actually, I actually like the second one better. Second one, crazy. It's incredible. And that's more of a classic R&B album. Yes. You know, like, Maxine, I was just about to say, Maxine might be the hardest sing. record on Maxine, that. Maxine, yeah. Nigga, yeah. I, woo! John Legend definitely was two for two. And then the third one wasn't bad. Wasn't bad. It wasn't, you know, but... Okay. Honorable mention? I don't know. Or are you putting them in for sure, for sure? If you got you got a classic album and a half, nigga, you can have a conversation. I agree. <laughs> you can have a conversation. Okay. You know, oh, speaking of John Legend, how can we forget Alicia Keys is in the conversation? Absolutely. 
Alicia Keys is in the conversation. I don't think she's just in the conversation. You I think women you have to may not her. like Alicia Keys. I don't like Alicia Keys. You know they don't like Alicia <laughs> Keys. <laughs> but if you can't tell, but you cannot tell the story of 2000s R&B at all. without Alicia Keys. At all. I totally agree with that. Yeah. She has, I mean, she got bangers in that decade. Strong hits. Yeah. Like, strong hit, Nigga, my boo. I think she. I think you have to put her on the list. Yeah, I, I think undeniably. And I'm not just saying my boo is the biggest one. No, but like, no, no, no. But no, I'm no. just remembering that was like culminated. Like, remember when that song came out? We thought we were getting the best of like the best male and the best female R&B. I mean, we kind of were at the time, arguably. Arguably, yeah. Arguably, and then let's 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 talk talent wise. She can sing. She can write. She can produce. She can produce. Great live performer. Like you. Total package. Nigga. The only thing she doesn't do is dance. That's the only thing she doesn't do. And who gives a fuck? Who get... See, I think because Alicia Keys recently, between 2010 and 2020, the music was meh. And then, you know, all the contract... Even though I don't care about that, but but it sounds like women, y'all do, like, y'all don't be messing with other people's men either. Oh, they don't? Yeah. Women, yeah. Apparently, that's that's beneath (laughs) y'all. That, that's so beneath them taking another woman's husband like y'all I don't think she took him that's their perception yeah that, yeah yeah okay Alicia Keys I, I'm good with putting her on the list we got three women same alright got some more honorable mentions real quick and then we'll vote at we'll, we'll get ready to wrap this up in vote couple more honorable mentions bro I might have to throw Jamie Foxx in here Jamie Foxx had some bangers man Jamie Foxx had a really, I don't know if Extravaganza was a classic. I don't it's think it's a classic. classic, but that was a really good reintroduction. It wasn't his debut album, no, it wasn't. but a very good reintroduction to that Jamie does this music shit. The, I, I'm not saying. He's an honorable mention, yeah. and, I, and I'm a big Jamie Foxx fan. Yes. I think if he took music seriously, yes. he could arguably be one of the best R&B artists Um of our generation. But I mean, let's be real. He he kinda he kinda kicked it off with Kanye. Yeah, he did. That's you know, exactly with, who he kicked with, it off with. with, with he came with and remember, jams. that was a play that was a playful record. It was a very playful record. But they were ha- but that's what we loved about it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Hey yo, hey yo, 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 yo Kanye, this Fox, man. Like <laughs> you know, we ain't got nothing for the ladies. You know what I'm saying? The fact that Kanye I love that they show that in the documentary, yeah. how Kanye is just like like no. This is the record, all right? Yes. I got this record. I want you on it. I yes. want you to sing it like this. Right. Jamie Foxx is like, me? Yeah, you. Yeah. And he was right. He was right. Jamie can sing. Oh, yeah, really, really well. Really, really well. And then whether we like it or not, we have to include the fact that he portrayed Ray Charles. And sang it. And sang it. Identical. Identically. Like on a totally different record. Yes. Like instead of Kanye getting the sample. No. He called but I, don't even, I don't even just mean that record. But I don't even just about mean Goldberg. I mean, yeah. I mean, him actually playing Ray, yeah, Ray that, Charles. That, you know what? That has to count for something, I think bro. it's got to count for something. That's got to count for something. You played an R&B icon yeah. or rock icon, whatever you want to classify Ray, a music icon. Yeah. And you, bro, I forgot it was Jamie Foxx. We all did. Hey man. <laughs> hey man, you you're making my case. This? Are we I doing don't know, this? man. He's not going in over a lot of people, but all right. Is there anybody real quick? Let's think. 
Let's figure out who. Are there any groups? That was going to be. Let's figure out who we forgot, and then after that, we're going to vote and figure out who we actually have for sure. All right, I think I know somebody we forgot. Um, first person I'm going to bring up that we forgot. I'm going to give an honorable mention for Jaheem. <laughs> <laughs> What, what you want? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no, um, no. Did you did you like Jaheem? No. Why did you like Jaheem? He didn't do it for me. Uh, you know what, man? I think he was just he was too thuggish for me. Was he actually though? It was like, or did he just portray one on TV? No, I thought he no, he really bout it. Oh, I didn't know that. I mean, I don't know him, but I mean, like he like he was the first singer I seen who I was like, yo, this nigga smoked black and mouths. His lips was black as shit, yo. Like, I knew this dude, like, like, if Jaheem was not, like, your typical R&B, like, you didn't want to, like, nah, I, I don't, he ain't do it for me, man. I'm, I'm good on Jaheem. Justin, yeah, Justin, nah. Yeah, his music didn't age well. Yeah. And now the G-I-V-E-U-P. Come on, H-E-A-D-U-P. Come on, man. Nah, all right. I'm sorry. Okay. I got one. Who you got? Omarion. You got to you gotta look at what he did in B2K. You also got to look at yeah, what he did no, for his he solo has career. Hits, but he's not going over anybody we named. He's not. No, I agree. He's honorable But mention. he's definitely honorable mention. I will give, I'll give Omarion and B2K their flowers. Okay. For sure. Um, they were really the only strong group yes. in that decade. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to throw... Um, Let's go. Let's get. Let, let's 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 have the Amy Winehouse conversation. Yeah, I think we have to. Two classic albums in a decade. Yeah, I just the only problem was was that we didn't really recognize we. When I say we, I you mean say the it. masses did not really recognize her greatness until after she passed, which was right after Back to Black. Because yeah, because that was a huge record. A lot of it people to this day still don't really huge. know about Frank. But rehab was on Back to Black, right? Yes. Okay, and that I'm not saying lead, that, that was the lead single, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, because first of all, Frank was better. Yes, as an be, album. Yes, but Back to Black, yeah, that was the one that took her. I mean, that was a commercial success. Beautiful. Yes, it's a beautiful album. Yeah, but Frank was crazy, dog. What's your favorite song on Frank? I don't want to play this game. <laughs> no, that's okay. I mean, your favorite doesn't mean it's the best. Uh, I'll tell you mine off the rip. What's up? Mine's is. Uh, 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 take the box. Okay. I could hear the pain in her voice. I got to come back to this one. Yeah, I could hear it. She could sing. Amy Winehouse could sing, man. Yeah, you're going to have to come back to me on All that right. one. Okay. Any other honorable mentions? You said, uh, what we were, you know, Ryan Leslie. Ryan Leslie. Our Les for press. Yeah, yeah. Next selection. Yeah, <laughs> next selection. You know? I forgot about next uh, I mean, look. Next I, selection. I, here's the thing about Ryan Leslie, right? Ryan Leslie has been in the music industry since he was a child. Yeah. And we watched his growth as not only an artist, but a songwriter, but a producer. Yeah. If you yeah. were on the internet yeah. in, the, in that time, Ryan you got Leslie. to watch him literally craft yeah. hits yeah. in real time. Yep. And he's showing you how he made gibberish and and put out records for and I mean you we literally watch in real time him putting out Cassie yeah right yeah but at the same time yeah you know and also not even not even just records with her but with a lot of other artists yep. but at the same time we also watched his downfall 
Yeah. And which wasn't his fault. Yeah. But I think if we're gonna mention so Ryan, Ryan Leslie, Leslie for was the at decade, the very end of the decade, he was towards the he, end. He was very. He was like oh nine, oh eight ish. Because I remember, yeah, Addicted like, oh, came out in like oh seven, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him. Uh, I'll give an honor. Also, I will mention the Lloyd. Lloyd was pretty consistent throughout the yeah. decade. And uh, yeah, Lloyd. Lloyd's wait got a minute. Wait a minute, nigga. Ashanti. Yeah. We can't. We have to talk about Ashanti. And shit, even Ja Rule. You're right. When did Ashanti kind of start? Fading Her first out? album was 01. Okay. Second album followed up like the next year, 02. But then she fizzled out by like 05. She was. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't feel but like I heard But she started much off of the decade very strong. All right, so she gets an honorable mention. Yes. How do you feel as a producer about adding Puff to this conversation? I look at Puff as an overarching producer because then you can also name like he had, because I think I Wish was 2000, if I'm not mistaken. He also had Faith Evans and he also had the making of bands and he also had, like Puff is more so, I mean, we just know who Puff is. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I, okay. that's, you know. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, Puff is in... You can't tell the story of music without Puff. Okay. So, yeah, not, not need, doesn't need to be mentioned. Nah. Okay. Um, All right. Let's, let's, okay. Who are we for sure? Who's for sure on the list we're not getting rid of? For me, and you, I think you agree with this, Beyonce. Yeah. Usher. Yeah. Alicia Keys. Yeah. Rihanna. Yeah. That's four. That's four. I'm, 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 look. I know you're Pharrell. We got to agree. I'm going Jermaine Dupri, though. His, he gets the nod just for emancipation and confessions. Okay. He's, so, so that's five. So we only have two slots left. Now, who were, who, were, who were our, like, we were like, ah. Neo. Neo. T-Pain. T-Pain. And The, the Dream. Dream. And, and Trey Songs. And Trey Songs. So that's what four. Neil song, the dream trace. That's four. four and we can only take two of those. Yeah. I got to say T-Pain has to be one of them because we're still feeling the effects of his music today. People are still collaborating with T-Pain. Is there anybody else we said outside of those names that we just, to, just so we're clear. Mm. John Legend. John Legend should definitely be somewhere in there, but I can't. I can't not give him. The, he got two nigga. I know. He got classic. Two classic albums. He got a classic. Uh, the, the dream. Is, one, the dream I, arguably has two classic albums. T Pain. T Pain means more to the culture. I know. Than all any of them. them. Any of them. I'm, I'm sorry. You can... No, you're right. Y'all might kill me for this, no, man. No, no, no. I, I like but this But T-Pain like means more to the culture than every one of those motherfuckers we just named. He... Yeah, man. I'm I'm, 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 I'm cool with T-Pain as my sixth. All right. So we got one more. This list is going to be crazy. <laughs> we going to get some heat for this. Ne All right. I'm going to narrow it down between Neo and The Dream. And I'm looking at them I not only as solo I'm artists, almost, I'm looking at them as songwriters, I'm producers, almost, yeah, and also yeah, because I'm Neo almost, as an executive. Because I'm almost because I was like I want to throw Trey songs in there, but he didn't write, he didn't produce. I'm good with that. Um, John Legend, I like him, 
but he's a guy I like. He's not somebody like I'm gonna be honest with you. You're telling me you can't tell the story. I'm gonna be honest with you. I John Legend might be the only artist that I like where I don't care if I ever heard another John Legend album or song again. If you told me I was get, I'm a and I'm a John Legend fan, but if you told me I'm getting rid of John Legend catalog, and mind you, this guy got hits, classic, all of that, I wouldn't be that mad. And the main reason why I wouldn't be that mad because it's like it don't it move it don't really it don't. Hey John man, Legend, I, I had an, I had enough arguments to ordinary people, bro. <laughs> like it just I don't know. It's just maybe can y'all tell me what it is about John Legend? I'm like I'm, I'll tell you what it is. What is it? It's like it's, he's, it's hindsight. I'll say it's hindsight, and it's only because of who he is today that we're having this conversation. If this was 2010 and we were having this conversation, we I think it'd be, be very. Yeah. We wouldn't be having it, but I think because of who he is today. I know he's today, corny. That's what it is. That's probably what. It, yeah. what, it, what it, I like John Legend as a. I don't know him personally. But no, I, I mean he's, he's never done nice nothing wrong. He seems well, like. But a, what, it, what did Kanye say? Whenever the Democrats need him, he gets his singing ass up there. And <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, yeah, it's like, yeah, he's just. All right, so so then we got Neo he's and Cheerios with no sugar. John Legend is Cheerios with no sugar. So he's not Honey Nut Cheerios. No, he's just, he's Cheerios. just Cheerios, dog. Right. Like, if you need something to eat, like... You, you got it. You got it. But it's like, yeah, like, he's not... Yeah, he don't got the sauce. And I love... And he has... Cla- like, that album is a classic, but he he's, don't have... He's been the, on classic records. But, he don't okay. have the sauce. He All right. So, 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 I think we... I think it comes down to... Neo, Neo or, the, or the Dream. I know my personal one, but I would understand why someone would take the other. I'm gonna There's go, no wrong answer in this. To I'm going to go with the dream. I think I'm going to go with the dream also. We ha- we cannot discount what Neo did. And I, again, oh, oh, take, oh, got- take away yeah. his solo records. Yeah, just the Look dream's at, albums were better. They were better. That's denied for me. And they changed music. All right. Well, that's our seven. Can you can you run it back? Let's do this. So, we're telling the story of 2000s R&B. With only seven people. With only seven people. Here are the seven names. Usher, Beyonce, Alicia Keys, Rihanna, T-Pain, The Dream, Who do we leave out? Yeah. And Jermaine Dupree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. Let's 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 run it down again just so we make wait, sure. Wait, wait, real quick. You don't feel the same way about Alicia Keys as you do about John, John Legend? Legend? You couldn't you you would be okay if you never heard an Alicia Keys record again? Or it would affect you? I'm just I'm I just thought about that. As much as I love Alicia Keys, Damn, I'm wondering. Alicia Keys corny too. Like this girl is on that shit was, That was later though, wasn't that it? That was ass. Like it's just a fact. That's what my, I mean. Yeah, you don't know my name is is. But a, she had bigger records than John Legend. Hey, here's why. Let's let's be real. Cause she fine. No, there's a couple of things that I I gotta give the nod over. Number one, bro, that record with Jay Z was crazy. Oh yeah, Empire, and that was oh yeah. yeah, that was oh eight, bro, oh nine. Yeah, that 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 record was crazy. And the Yankees John won Legend, the Yankees won the World Series that year. To that record, to I that record, rem- they beat the Phillies. John Legend doesn't have any records like that. Selfish. 
That wasn't a big record. It was a great record. All right. I, I, so we'll keep Alicia Keys. I just had to ask. All right, no, that's fine. So yeah. we're telling the story of 2000s R&B. To me, these are the seven names, seven people. We got it. We narrowed it down to seven. Yeah. Story of 2000s R&B. We narrowed it down to seven people. Here's who we have. Mm-hmm. We have Beyonce, Usher, Rihanna, Alicia Keys, Jermaine Dupri, T-Pain, The Dream. We know you're going to disagree with this. That's fine. But uh, just who you got? Who do you got? They got, jag- they got Jagged Edge. But you, gotta t- <laughs> yeah, got jagged edge. but you have to tell me who are you taking off and who are you putting on? Yeah, yeah. That's what I need to know. Don't tell me, oh, this person... Who are you taking off and who are you putting on? And also, we do understand for those of y'all, if y'all, if y'all believe in Aura, we understand he belongs on the list. Get you can the take fuck somebody out. off. <laughs> yeah, you can take somebody off. I don't there's certain people that's untouchable. But if you are one of those people who is cool, you know, you, you And if you come to wristbands only, you're not hearing his fucking music, all right? You're definitely not. But I'm not, I, you know, but I'm just saying, yeah, I, yeah, I'm not, yeah. I'm choosing not to acknowledge Yeah, well, I'm not going to make the argument that he doesn't deserve to be on the I'm list. I'm just choosing but not to acknowledge yeah. it. I'm choosing not to acknowledge it. Yeah. All right. Um, this was good. This was very good. We got, we got somewhere. It's productive. This I, was very, because here's the thing, we don't really tell the story of 2000s R&B. We always talk about 90s R&B, but we forget how great 2000s R&B really was. And for most of us, that's when we came of age. A lot of us want to talk about, oh, 90s R&B. But like for people my age who was born 87, 86, 85, 88, 89, you know, let's be real. 2000s R&B is when you came of age. 2000s R&B was when you started having real sex. 2000s R&B was when you started drinking. Me, 2000s R&B is when I started eating pussy. I, I didn't eat pussy in the 90s R&B. Yeah, I didn't either. You know, so like, I mean, I'm not saying I didn't want a playlist, but no, I'm just, no, no, but 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 2000s R&B is where I have the memories. Yeah, and we can't, we stop. Let's stop acting like that's not a, that wasn't a moment in time because we're sitting here arguing about people that we like. Nigga, we didn't even mention like Sierra. We didn't mention <laughs> we didn't mention Missy Elliott. We didn't mention early Aaliyah. We didn't like. There's a lot we didn't mention. There's a lot of people we didn't mention. You know, know? we didn't mention Jazzy Faye. We didn't mention <laughs> Jazzy Faye. <laughs> This yeah. was good though. This was productive. Yeah, okay. I agree. Well, um, we're looking forward to hearing people tell us if they if we should tour this uh, wristbands only. Yeah. Um, Steph, this was a good episode. Yeah, I agree. I'm always I always love coming here and doing this with you. Yeah, man. And also, uh, just real quick, y'all, we are the newest member of the uh, Revolt Podcast Division. Hey. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So congratulations. Things, things are happening, man. You're gonna start seeing a lot more of us. You're gonna start seeing a lot of different guests. Um, which, uh, yeah. Life is good. Life is good. Life is good, man. Thank y'all for listening. Oh, Steph, do you want? I mean, you don't. Y'all know me. I don't. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Everybody's like, y'all know me. Um, And then I think our next move is we're in the works of this, but the World Series of Spades is coming to Howard Homecoming. Man, that's it's in the works. It's not official, but maybe by the time you hear this, it might be official. But oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, (laughs) oh boy. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Oh boy. So, all right, man. Uh, Thanks, man. Thank you. Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for laughing. This podcast is over. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's.